<laughs> my name is Edward. I can totally English. <laughs> and you're listening to episode 10 of Dungeons, Diners, and Dork. <laughs> Dorks. <laughs> we can all English real good tonight. <laughs> I'm out of it today, so I'm, I don't know. Uh, Let's see how this is going to go. Yeah. Who knows? We might fail miserably. Wait, it, I, might have, I may have failed, too. What did uh, I yes. say? You said Tyners. It's Dungeons Dining. Dining. Sorry. Is it Dining? It's Dining. Yes. Yes. We do not know our own title. It's, you want to show you? Oh, gosh. It's been a long two weeks. There's been a lot of things <laughs> okay, going I on. Okay, I blame. Today in particular, I think it's been. I blame the weather. I blame the time. It's I so cold, the but the time is fine. No, it's not. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Okay, I understand that we gained an hour of sleep, but now everything is just throwing off my biological clock, and it's freaking me out. Yeah, you're you're not the only one. That's I, true. Yeah, a lot of people are having problems with clocks and timing and stuff with, like that. Ugh. My body just decided to say, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to take a nap at 7. I'm going to do my own thing. Whoa. And Whoa. Then, and then I am also going to... I'm going to wake up at like 10, <laughs> and then I'm going to finally fall asleep at midnight. That's how my evenings have been. Yeah. That's called daylight savings. Hooray. Also, it's been pretty dang cold. It was 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Has, what, uh, as the low today? That was when I woke up this morning, and <laughs> I looked down on my my temperature gauge in the car okay 10 degrees funny thing i heard that uh in i've got friends in idaho and in rexburg idaho apparently it reached uh negative temperatures recently it's like holy cow are you trying to be minnesota Idaho, you know, are you trying to be Minnesota? You know, it was snowing south of here. You so. know, lately, yeah. lately they've been been just trying to beat Minnesota's thing. Like last year. Who got the most snow? I don't think it was us. No, uh, it was pretty pathetic. Yeah. It didn't Actually, it didn't start... When was it when... It was like... It was still snowing in April, right? Yes. Yeah, yes, we, we are very we well known get, to have spring winters. We yeah, did spring get, winters. Yeah, we had several winters last year. Um, yeah, we should probably talk about what else has been happening with yeah, us. This yeah, this is getting weeks. me down. <laughs> you don't want to Let's, talk about climate change? <laughs> but is there climate change? No climate change. Climate change? We're not oh debating that. <laughs> We're not debating that. Yeah, well, leave, leave Let's, the devils in the details. Oh, speaking oh, of which. Ooh, speaking good. of. Smooth. Yeah, this. <laughs> that was smooth. Yeah, this. That this wasn't all, that wasn't set up at all. Oh, totally not set up. This these uh this last week. Um, by the time the recording comes out, it'll be about two weeks. Uh, I was I played as an alternate in the Twitch stream called Devils in the Details. Uh, I got to pull out my new character. Her name is V. She's very confused and. <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I got a chance to play her and I love her so much. We had a blast. Um, and they only have, um, I think technically it's five recordings. Uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup 
while we were playing, so our session got split into two recordings. But yeah, that's Devils in the Details on Twitch. Um, I wouldn't say it's family friendly, because some of the regular players do get a little sweary. But um, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun to play. I love my new characters. The characters that were brought to the table for the alternates were also a lot of fun. So, how many how many episodes are there, and how, about how long are they? Um, it's technically five because, like I said, it got split. Yeah, it got split. Yeah, yeah that one got split, but it was four sessions. Um, the sessions I think have been running between three four hours. Okay, you know, typical D and D game. Yeah, that's so, actually not too bad. Yeah, so if if you're looking for a Twitch stream and you'd like to hear something about my new character V, uh, definitely check it out. Um, but speaking of things to check out... <laughs> well, we are just <laughs> there's, there's, great with these transitions. <laughs> t- tonight we are. There's, there's some movies and... and much better than and, how we did on our intro. There's some things you're yeah. getting really excited to check out. So I been perusing Twitch and it looks like there are a couple of films that I want to check out especially since they are um, coming from Filipino Americans which I hardly ever see so I'm always on the lookout for any Filipino American films even just even Filipino films in general Um, one of them is looks like Sony Pictures uh, looks like it's a musical drama called Yellow Rose. And I like it because, uh, one of my favorite, uh, uh, Broadway actresses named Leia Salonga, she's also Filipino. She's in it. So... She hails from Miss Saigon. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then also a fun fact: she also is the singing voice of Jasmine and Mulan. Yes. So in, in the animated series or in the, the animated the, the animated films. Yes. It took yeah. me a while to get to that word. <laughs> <laughs> I can English. So yeah, it just uh, it looks like there is no release date yet, but uh, so Yellow Rose is about. A Filipino teen from a small Texas town who fights to pursue her dreams as a country music performer while facing the threat of deportation. Hmm. Yep. Filipinos in Texas? Saying it's. No. There's, 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 there is. <laughs> there, I heard that there's a very there's good. There's a ton of Filipinos There is a very good uh, Filipino restaurant in Texas. Yeah. I forgot the name. I will probably have to look that up. And there was another one you're getting There's excited about. There's another one, and this one is actually gonna be from Pixar. It's called Float. It's uh, yep. It's Pixar's first animated short featuring uh, Filipino characters. Um, the the person behind this story is also Filipino American. His name is uh, Bobby Rubio. Mm-hmm. And it's it's basically about um, uh, a relationship between uh, father and sons. Yeah, I think it's a very, 
looks cute. I remember hearing that about a year yeah. ago that they were starting to like delve into, they especially f- during when they started doing like Coco. Yeah. 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 That they were they sort of diving into different cultures, and one of yeah. them was was Filipino. I remember that. Yeah, and there's yeah. again, Filipinos don't get a lot of representation, and so I'm actually quite excited about this. And it looks like it was a year that they've been working on it. So. Yeah. I'm excited, and this one you could check out very soon. It's actually going to be available Disney Disney Plus. Which is coming out this Tuesday from the time of this recording. Hello, future people. (laughs) Future people. (laughs) Yep. And So it'll be in the past by the time this comes out. Yeah, so check it out. It should be on there. And I'm very excited about that. Represent! Nice. Yeah, and other exciting things. Edwin, you've been able to do something that you've yeah. been trying to do for a while. You've had okay. a little bit of time for it. I don't have much time to really game. And um, one of the things that I wanted to accomplish the beginning of the year, because I keep looking at my Steam library, and anybody who has Steam... Uh, Steam knows about the unopened games that you have in your Steam library they've never played before and next thing you know you got like 200 games plus that <laughs> you have even either not installed or just sitting there collecting virtual dust and for me I'm trying to get through games in there and try to accomplish actually playing every single game I have on there. Which is finishing, quite a challenge. Yeah, and finishing the ones that can be finished. Like, I've got game... Okay, so I finished all three of the remade Tomb Raider games. That's Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Finished all of those. And I finished Bioshock Infinite. I finished... What else did I finish? Fallout 3. So you're just and, you're just plugging through them real quick. Well, I've started... I didn't start, like, just, like, two weeks ago. I've started this, like, in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things happen. You get really, really busy. Right. And you gotta do the whole adult thing. <laughs> and you don't really get time to play and there were certain games that i couldn't play yeah you were mentioning that you had a problem getting one of the tomb raider games to play what happened with that yeah that one was trying to trying to play that game on okay so all you computer nerds out there i was trying to play tomb raider on a gtx 860 which is not a very, in today's standards, isn't a very fat, um, powerful card. And and when your computer had to, when your laptop had to get replaced. Yeah. I found a, the laptop that I have now can play Tomb Raider Ooh. and Shadow Tomb Raider and all these remastered versions. And, what and, have it, has, and it's, it has the active ray tracing. Yep. Yeah. And... Yeah. Which By I the s- way, if you once you go ray tracing, you 
you really can't go back to, <laughs> yeah. okay, to I, normal GTX. I, I did go look over your shoulder at the uh, ray tracing. It is pretty. It does some real pretty things with the light. Yeah. yeah, so I'm playing through this. And all the while, my brothers are are trying to get me to play, you know, play playing wow. World of Warcraft too, right? So, I'm literally having to, like, go through my, my schedule. Okay, I'm going to play for, for, for this amount of time on Tuesday and see if I can get through. It's like that now because it's, I, don't, I yeah. don't have the luxury uh, of playing. Yeah. Like, look, like when I was, like, in like in college or... Look or, at what adulting does oh to you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, for all you... For all you kids out there who's still living in your parents' house or in high school or whoever's listening is still living and you're not really, you know, have a mortgage or anything like that, just have, you know, relish in the fact that you can play. Edwin even in is jealous of you. <laughs> Edwin is jealous oh. of all the kids I don't know. Seriously, I don't know how, like, okay, so there's certain podcasters that, that I listen to and Twitch streamers and youtubers and it's like how do they find they, this time edwin to play edwin, and they're not even making money out edwin, of this stuff they don't sleep they don't i don't sure they don't oh. why See, is, I, I, why I, are energy drinks like red I, bull such a huge thing i oh, i'm so jealous at the people who can actually that don't actually have to like don't have like a nine-to-five job he, you know, and all but they... then again, you have to realize on the flip side, you have a job, therefore you do have the freedom. That's to, true, right? If I didn't have a know, job, I wouldn't be able to get so. get gaming stuff, Take right? Get as it is. Yeah. And speaking of gaming stuff, there's something I want to tell you about. So, ogres must grunt. Shut up and listen. <laughs> That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Educate uh, us. Okay, so you remember how I said I was making Twitter friends? Yeah, yes. how's that going? Oh, it's, it's going great. Um, among my Twitter friends, uh, I found someone who was talking about some Dungeons and, Drag Dungeons and Dragons 5e... <laughs> Um, like third-party content, and I found there is one that is going to Indiegogo to get funded for publishing, and they are making get this Filipino content to go with five E rules. <laughs> it's, it's 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 called spreading. it's called Sina Una. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Pam, do you know what Sina Una translates to? No, remind me. Remind me. Seriously. They're first. Okay. Or is it we're first? They're first or we're Something first. Something first, I know. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. This this book, um, the contents that they're working on for this is they're working with um, pre-colonial Philippines folklore and mythology that and, interests me so much. Yeah, yes. it's it's <laughs> basically this whole thing. They've created 
um, new character classes for it, new spells, expanded spells for some of the existing classes, and it the whole book is going to be filled with art by Filipino and Filipino American artists. And the the contents, the writing is going to be by Filipino and Filipino American so writers. I think see, I think that's I think that's awesome. Yeah, I it, think that's awesome. It's going to be something magical. It's, it's, no, I'm just picturing in my head. It's like it's like, you know, I take up my bintik and I shoot a d20. <laughs> you know, and it's like fifteen. It hits him right in the head. You know, you know, where's my yo-yo? You know. Okay, <laughs> come on, come on. This this is gonna be so. I got the ashwang. <laughs> you know, they're probably gonna have that in there. I would play it just <laughs> just for the ashwang. Yeah, let's see. That's it. Um, here's some some of the description on the Indiegogo. It says, Explore the Seven Isles in a brand new campaign setting for 5e, including options for players in-game, terrifying monsters to encounter, and a world rich with stories and tradition. So, And this, this is also pre-colonization, yep, you said? pre-colonial. So, like... so they've got a team of uh, researchers okay. going way deep into the pre-colonial mythology and, right. and folklore. Good. You must, you must go to this town and talk to Tatai Dodo oh too. God. You know, it's gonna be like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be I, like it's gonna be like Filipino <laughs> bartering. You're so, you're so stereotypical <laughs> now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, but it's it's gonna be amazing. Like the they've got the they've got some of the already established art and stuff kind of visible for you to look at it's not all it's not all done but they are getting funding through indiegogo so look up uh sina una that's s-i-n-a-u-n-a do you wanna well yeah we'll probably try to get a link up in the show notes and on the facebook post when uh Uh, probably how how much longer it has at this time it has 27 days so when this episode drops it'll probably have 19 or 20 days okay. well it, check it out yeah check out so link. yeah i'm excited about that i've we've got to wait for paycheck As to, a, to, if uh, there isn't a ashwang in there yeah, and I'm, a belated tree okay it's not really for ashwang <laughs> is like the 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 supernatural creature of oh, yeah. folklore. That's, yeah. that's if, like the elemental right that, there. Well, it, I don't think there's any culture that has anything like it. Yeah. So 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 what are what are the perks? Like the lower levels of the perks that you get um, the PDF version of the book. So you'll okay. you'll be able to get you know the ebook copy. Right. Right. Um, the higher levels you can get the hardcover book, and from what I understand, some of the levels have um, basically custom dice that they're sending out to the supporters cool which like one of one of their um one of their people that's that's kind of helping out with this thing she's donating the dice to them to nice. to help them get funding and and to kind of reward the the indiegogo funders so See, this is what i love about um this type of uh this type of projects it's it combines two things that i love which is learning about cultures and de- and and just role playing oh yeah yeah 
and and there are actually there are other campaigns out there similar to that but they are also in other cultures i i funded one that was from south korea and it's the same the same concept of that everything is i believe i don't know the time setting of it but it is just everything is based on korean art history the customs and everything and yeah. And I like it, and I and I really want to see if there there are more like it from other countries too. Yeah, well, I'm like... sure there is. We just haven't really heard of anything about it. like. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Can't I'm... imagine like something something like this like not coming out of like. But of course, this this is close to our hearts. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. So I can't wait to go to the marketplace in this game, and like go to uh... in, in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play, I want to, to roll so I can have Edward, my you'll have to use Balnor. <laughs> oh, I'm making a whole new character. Oh, I'm gonna, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make like a, you're gonna, like a moral you're gonna, soldier or something. You, oh my god! You know, I want you to create like a barbarian-like character, and you're gonna name him Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm gonna name him Boy. <laughs> okay. Here's here's the two classes that they've got already established for that just because you're talking about these characters uh, <laughs> character options the okay there are the two character classes that they've got established for this one is called babylon babylon yep, for that's a magic okay. user and then there's also the headhunter Oh, it's just oh, headhunter. Yeah, I feel like it's called the headhunter, and I think that's the martial class. I could be wrong. I don't think there is a Filipino word for headhunter. Is there? Is there? Um. Otherwise, otherwise, it's just leader or something. I don't know. You gotta have like my Tagalog is rusty. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like thinking it's like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Angela. Go on. Yeah, yeah. This is the, those are just a couple of the character yeah. classes, oh, okay. so you can try one of those. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's exciting, so yeah, paycheck comes around, and I think we'll be funding that. Yeah, so we will have to. Yeah, we can we can share Let's our campaigns. Go to the Peninki and buy a sword of Moroland. It's gonna be like Ooh, that. there there's gonna be a bard or whatever. There has to be Tinikling. Oh yeah, they're better. Oh, be. Yeah, yeah. But if and then if, if, they... if we ever play this, I I would want my. I, I love playing bards, so mine would have to do that. I I, it's, it's... I will have to wait until that board rolls a one during teeny cling and have their ankles snapped. <laughs> and they fall flat on their face in the middle of the performance That's and they great. are now shamed. We gotta, now we gotta heal uh, this, this bard. Roll initiative now. <laughs> Why did you have to dance teeny cling? I'm sorry. Now we gotta heal you. I have too much San Jose. <laughs> too bad it wasn't like a modern version of like of the Philippines, like, there would be like karaoke mach- karaoke bars where the bard I, has to go. That would be I'm the sure, boss. You know, with a little with a little reworking and a little home brewing, I'm sure you could make it uh, modern oh, day. A karaoke oh, oh. bar. Here we go. Here we go. A karaoke bar, right? In town <gasps> ooh, that's ooh. done by that's like with like other bars and hey, then you have to hey, say Hey, you wanna know the twist? What's the twist? The karaoke bar is a mimic. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> okay. The karaoke machine is a mimic. 
And there we go. How well fed mimic. Our title of the episode right there. Yep. Third title of the episode. I can't wait to play it because I'm so curious and yeah, what they're that, what they're want. Yeah, they're that, doing with this. That is really exciting. So yeah, we're definitely going to be supporting that one. And I'm any five V players out there. I'm going to highly encourage supporting this one because awesomeness. And they're already they've only been funding for like a just shy of a week now, and I think they're already a third of their way to their target goal. Nice. And what they're doing is when when they meet their stretch goals, they're going to add more content and pay their artists and writers and researchers a little better because they want their artists and researchers to and all of them to be paid fairly. Like the people who who are who are running this project, they say that they're getting paid last. Uh-huh. Because they they want to make sure the people who are contributing the most get paid as well as possible. So that's okay. yeah, that's that's pretty awesome to me too. But we should probably move on to our next thing before we geek out anymore. <laughs> we already spent a long time geeking out, so we're we're excited. Mm. But anyway, um, yeah, let me tell you a thing. Is that really a thing? Hey, what you mean by that? go there <laughs> okay so a couple episodes ago we were talking about galaxy con okay. um it's happening this weekend and as an adult i don't have time to go so <laughs> because certain things require my time because and that's not just, life because of life and one of the things that i was talking about um i was talking to one of my co-workers at work because she was geeking out that GalaxyCon was there and she wasn't going to go. And we had this conversation about, is GalaxyCon really like like a con? Of what, what uh, like the different elements and, and um, okay. characteristics of what a con is in... Alright, so what would you say is the precise wording of your question? Okay, so... Is GalaxyCon really a con? Hmm. Or of what we know it? Because we've been to cons. We went to mm-hmm. Convergence. We went to NDK over at Colorado. I've been, I went to Fandemonium once in Idaho. Yeah. Right. Um, I went also to Anime Detour. Right. And I remember going through like GalaxyCon because I was really excited about it. And the only, the biggest thing that they have in GalaxyCon is meeting celebrities. Now, here's the thing about GalaxyCon. You pay for a ticket, right, to get in. And then you have to pay additional to meet whatever celebrity you want to meet. And then you have to pay on top of that to, like, get a picture or sign a thing or whatever you know it's like that and i don't remember seeing anything in galaxy con that resembled anything like like a bonafide artist alley or a list of panels pam you have comment. <laughs> the, i will say uh there i'm on their website right now 
and I'm just checking out panels. I don't like how they have their schedules. Um, they, they kind of put everything going on into one huge schedule, which is both uh, easy and very jumbled up. And there are some panels out there, but they're just jumbled up with all the meet and greets, the autographs, yeah. the um, so the very there's activity rooms going on, there's showings, uh, yeah. So, so so it's it's just a confusing schedule. Yeah. So if you're searching for specific panels, you're gonna have to go th- yeah, just so, skim through and see. There are panels, so, not very many. But there they, are. They still exist. Um, so I would say that, yeah, GalaxyCon is still a convention, but not, like, for lack of better terms, it's not a conventional convention. Well, isn't it it's, a touring? Is it, it a touring one, too? I, I'm not entirely positive on that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it seems the main point of it does seem to be Hey, we've got all these sci-fi actors willing right. to come in here. There and yeah, there was the, another con that tried that whole "hello, we have celebrities" thing, and apparently they only lasted for only a few years before they finally said, "Oh, we'll just skip Minnesota." <laughs> yeah, and I I think I think this one, um, I I think now the the tickets to get in the door. Are relatively low as as conventions go. Yeah, it's like yeah 20... I, I agree. Yeah, yeah like... which is which is probably how they're still going. Is you know the people yeah. are willing to pay that price because they'll get in there and and you know prices to meet celebrities in any convention are going to be ridiculously high because that's right. how they pay the celebrities to you know, to right. go there. You know the funny thing is when we went to Convergence, right? Uh-huh. We paid what was it like seventy bucks. Yep, for the, for the three, uh-huh. for the full weekend. For all weekend. three days, right? Yep. We, we bought our tickets really, really early, yeah. too. Right, right. Well, yeah, we bought our tickets really, really early. But, like, when we went there, right, it felt like a real, like, yeah, convention. There was, like, panels everywhere and any yeah. topic that had to do with, with Nerdum. And then there were there were people from... Yeah, there, there were celebrities there. There were celebrities there. Mostly, most of them were... Writers, uh, yeah. voice actors, mm-hmm. and you know, artists and you know, creators, right? Yeah. Rather than you know, the A list celebrities, yeah, rather than the A list celebrities, right. like um, Kari Payton was at one, and uh, Greg Weissman, who created yeah. Gargoyles and a bunch of other shows, he he was at there, and um, I think that's one of the appeals of Convergence is that you know. The celebrities they may not be a list, but it it's more you're you have more option to actually meet them. I don't think and I think you have to pay to go to their signing and, events. And yeah, what, but, but you don't. I mean, I remember like walking around Convergence, right? Well, uh-huh. I was like, oh my gosh, you have, there's the guy who created the ships for for Battlestar Galactica. Okay. you know, and <laughs> I did I did notice a big difference between. Okay, the two conventions that stick out for me are Convergence, which is, I would say, f- f- fan, fan or community run. It is, yeah. And WizardCon, which is more corporate yeah. run. Right. They the corporate runs, they 
they featured just some huge gathering space. Uh, the smaller ones are more into like they're more their 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 atmosphere is more intimate. Cause I remember Convergence that one year was just at the hotel. It was actually happening in two hotels, I think. I think it was actually spread across three. Okay, three. Unlike unlike Wizard Con, it was just in that huge convention center. convention center, I think. So the atmosphere is very noticeably different. Okay. So but you're saying so with atmosphere wise, you're saying that convergence is more of a con than well, corporate. Run? What's the standard of a con right now? Like, well, what is what, the standard of a con? Like, in terms of I like, I think anything where the fans of something can gather and and talk to each other about their fandoms and where they can dress up comfortably in costumes from their fandom. Yeah. I think I think that's basically the main point of it. Yeah, but because you know, it's it's not really it's it's not really about the panels or the artists or the or the dealers room. It's it's really about being able to gather and geek out together with other people who and dress up. Yeah. And, and dress up because you know a lot of these people they have these fantastic costumes but the only, yeah right. but yeah yeah but they can only wear them at the conventions because anywhere else is socially unacceptable right but <laughs> and you know this brings up an interesting other subtopic do you consider Renaissance festival as a con that's what I was thinking of because the thing is if we're gonna if we're gonna put it that way, then there's no reason to have like the Renaissance Festival not actually considered a con. Because to me, because people are dressing up there, there's people selling stuff there, there's there's shows going on, right? Yeah, but I think I think the thing that differentiates from from a convention and something like Renaissance Festival, um. Part of it is the celebrity factor and conventions when they do have panel panels or when they are, you know, celebrity <laughs> can you events. Just, can you just imagine being a celebrity at a Renaissance festival? Oh, good grief. That would be a nightmare. And here's King Lear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I think like, because they're the celebrity events, they're doing Q&A they're yeah. they're doing all that and they're they're doing things that are partly informative like hey what is it like doing this job or hey how was this experience with this show cuz that's that's one of the things that the celebrities do is is that they answer fan questions they they uh, talk about the industry and all that yeah. so you're you're getting actual information whereas Renaissance Festival it's purely for fun and there's yeah, more entertainment. Yeah, yeah it, there's hardly any fact and people are there more. Well, half the people are there more to just drink and be entertained. Right. Whereas when and you're going I to think... a convention, you're you're there to celebrate something that you're into. And I also think that like Renaissance festivals, they're specifically Renaissance-y, while as like Convergence, they're more blanket. 
Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, they're but specific. I, I mean, you could, if you try, I mean, if you try really hard, you could shoehorn Renaissance Festival into being can. called a convention. But I think it's that whole, that whole factor of dressing in, up and well, because fans fans of Renaissance Festival dress up too. Right. But I I think it's more you're going there. We're at a convention. You're going there to talk to other people about your fandoms. You're there to get information about your fandoms and right. all that. Renaissance Festival. You're not there to talk to people about the Renaissance. It's not a history thing. Yeah, it's, it's an entertainment. Yeah, it's it's purely entertainment. You're not looking for information. You're there to just have a good time and and basically play dress up if you're dressing up. Convert like conventions. It's about more than just the dress up. It's it, and it's a. The people who go to a convention are really, they're part of a community. And you... and I think, yeah, other people have their reasons to go to conventions too. Like, like I know some, con- like, like some conventions, uh, some people like going there f- uh, for the partying. Some people go there for the panels just to learn how to, you know, Do for so. education or whatever. Yeah. Some want to go and support their local artists. Uh, some want to meet celebrities. So. And some people just want to watch everybody's costumes go by. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking, right. at, I'm looking at the schedule here. Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, so and, basically, hey, if anyone from GalaxyCon ever listens to this, that's our suggestion is to separate events in your schedule so it's easier to find things. Yeah. That, that would... That would help me feel better about going, and it would help me feel better about dragging Edwin along. It's 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 we okay. We really you, really wanted to go, but none of us are going. We just can't we really, swing really, it this year. Yeah, it it didn't work out, and things got in the way. It would just if we could tell the different events apart easier, it would be more motivating for us to schedule things around it. Yeah, and there are so many conventions out there. You're, you're gonna have to pick your battles. I always think. Yeah, I mean, back. I mean, I always think of okay, cons have these things, right? Mm-hmm. And I usually like bring it up to like, you know, like I feel like the standard bearer of like of geek cons right now is Comic Con, the San Diego Comic Con. Oh, the big one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what do they have? They have like they got like an artist alley there. Yep. They've got mm-hmm. like like huge exhibition, yeah. and- um, you know, floors of like different yeah and, know, and well stuff and then they got the panels yeah they and, got the celebrities obviously right and while galaxy con as far as we can find doesn't put a huge focus on the artist alley or the dealer's room i'm sure it's there it's just not their major highlight because they've got They're- a lot of Big celebrities. Their highlight going is yeah. the celebrities. Yeah, that's I mean, their main. It would have been nice. Seller. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to go, you know, this weekend because we can really, really check it out. What I really yeah. loved about but, their list are the list of voice actors. Oh yeah. Not a lot of cons featured voice actors, and I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can Kirk. go next year and. Um, can go to more cons and then we can report back yeah because you know i enjoyed going to these cons um i really enjoyed conversions like 
Someday, so, man. Someday when you win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Just go to cons everywhere. Like, hey, let's go over to PAX. Well, anyway, to... speaking of winning the lottery, we hit. We did a net 20 on our roll of dinner check last week. So let's talk about where we went. Okay. Uh, hold on. <laughs> That's your cue. <laughs> mm, no. Regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Okay, so this last this last uh, week we went to Lodestone Coffee and Games. Yeah, which wasn't really. A restaurant, restaurant per se. I mean, it wasn't but exactly it, dinner, but but yeah. it had a high geek factor. Oh, high, super high, high geek, geek factor. factor. Yeah, perfect so, for a net twenty. Yeah, so it, we we had a good time while we there were there, and yeah, let's let's listen to what we recorded. Hey, here we are at uh, Lodestone. What's wait? What's the full name of this place? Lodestone, Lodestone Coffee and Coffee. Games, I believe. Okay, Lodestone Coffee and Games, um, and we are in Minnetonka. Okay, yeah. directionally challenged. Hooray! Um, yeah, so we got here. Um, Appearance-wise, it's it's your typical small game store layout. Yeah, like you you walk in the front door. And you're like, oh, is this just a game stop? Is this just a game store? And then you go in further, like, oh, there's the cafe over there. Okay, now I see it. And there's the tables. The tables are really nice and long. Um, Oh yeah, definitely built for having groups of gamers. I I often wonder if this establishment gets busier during the nighttime because I notice that they're big seller are Magic the Gathering cards. It looks like they're having a tournament tonight. We were a little hungry. We were glad to see that there are food menus. There are fr- food options on the menu. Um, I got the bacon bagel on an everything bagel. Um, that was... It's, I was surprised that the bagel was as soft as it was. Um, they they toasted it in their little panini press thing. Um, it had your standard eggs, bacon, cheese. Um, I'm I'm thinking that the eggs might have been pre-cooked, but I'm pretty sure they were not frozen. Like you know how some places they do their pre-cooked scrambled eggs and it's been frozen and they just reheat it there. I don't think it was frozen because it did not have any of that texture going on. But yeah, that was. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I, I'm. My guess is that they probably outsourced their bagels, but they do have a. Wherever they're getting their bagels from, it's a very good source. No, I also got uh, the pomegranate lemonade. I was kind of excited about that, and I was definitely not disappointed. It was really tart it was refreshing it really was quite tasty you could taste the pomegranate juice that was in there it was almost overwhelmed by the lemon but then it is a lemonade so you know lemonade's got to be the focus but yeah it it was really good and edwin what what was your sandwich it was a ham panini which was like it was like pretty much a a ham sandwich 
little, it was a little uh, kicked up a little bit. It wasn't just like like cheese, ham, and uh, and rye. It, it, had, it had onions. It had onions. It had spinach. It, it was pretty quick. It was, yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, I mean, it's like it's, what like a like a coffee shop would, would yeah. serve in a sense. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nothing like it's not going to be like like overstocked. Yeah, or anything like that. Yeah, it's basically like I think what they're going for is. If you're gonna play like a D and D session or a game session or whatever, right? You're not gonna want like like an entire entree with like yeah. So, which is nice. I mean, it's like this is food that you would have if you're concentrating on playing a game. You know, which was good. It was buttery. It wasn't really frozen. Yeah. Because I don't know if they've got a full-on bakery back in their kitchen. I wouldn't imagine so, but they could have been sourcing yeah. it out somewhere else. But yeah, that, that was pretty tasty. Yep. Alright, so we were also... I got their chai. And um, I'm not really big with coffee. I'm more of a tea drinker, but I wanted some chai. Um, they usually come, what, 12 and 16 ounces? Yeah. So... If you're not big with with that, um, just to fair warn you, their smallest size is just 12 ounces. Their chai is very frothy. Just the chai is not too strong, which I like. I feel very loyal in my very big white mug. <laughs> Jeff, how's your iced coffee? He's, he's just nursing the glass like it's like yeah, his lifeline. My beer, you know that? <laughs> what exactly did you order? I ordered a technically an iced vanilla latte not overly sweetened with the vanilla which is what i prefer so i get more of the coffee flavor and it's really good was that available on the menu or did you have to ask them it's not an actual item but they do have this this syrup so you can ask for it so you can ask for to have certain drinks made for you and then you also got your cinnamon roll <laughs> which is almost gone. Which is really good. <laughs> it's not... It wasn't fresh. No. It wasn't fresh, but it was still very good. But regarding of their cinnamon roll, you actually taste the cinnamon, which is always a good thing. It's not overly sweet. They've got a nice selection of, of games available in the shop to buy. They have some that are pre-owned and repackaged and some clearance games so those are in their own little separate shelf and then they have another shelf over closer to the cafe of games that are open and available to play which we've got a we got a couple games picked out that we're gonna play while we're here or what do we think this place would roll 16 for you oh you really like that coffee Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i like my coffee i don't know I would have to agree. I mean, 16, you have to understand that you are you come here not for the food. You actually come for the environment. And I think I think what they did, what they're doing here, fits that. I, th- I, th- I think put it at a 15 myself. Like, yeah, the atmosphere is great. But I, like, I, I would like to see a slightly larger selection for what they have available in in their food items, but then you know, they might. I think they're yeah, it's yeah, it 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 is fairly new, and 
Like yeah, for, for me a 15 because uh, as as they they definitely got room to grow and get more going on and I would like to see more options for their food. What's your roll of the dice? I would I would actually give this a 15. Okay. I would give it a 15 just because they're starting out, but if you're looking for a place to to socialize with, with friends and play a game yeah, or two, this is a place to, yeah, and I, to be, because I don't know anywhere else in the in, um, in the Twin Cities right now yeah. that's like this. Yeah, and so, you know, it could be that, you know, once they're around a little bit longer, get more established, it could be that they do eventually hit that nat 20 that we're hoping for. Yeah. But at this point, yeah, it's, it'll pass a check. <laughs> Speaking of nat, nat 20, this is actually a pretty good nat 20. Yeah, this... Expected yeah, this, a nat 20. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah I'm, I am not disappointed by this place, so... Good roll. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, after we left, or after we quit recording, um, I went and got a hot cocoa to take home. How was that? Um, I actually need to bump my score up to a 16. Oh, it was, was really good. Yeah, okay. the, the cocoa was really, really good. And one of the things I, ha- I have a problem with, my, my tongue gets burnt so easy and a lot of places make their their cocoa way too hot hot. this cocoa was the perfect temperature for me i could actually drink it right away and we got whipped cream on top and it was a good cocoa blend perfect sweetness is it was a beautiful cocoa Ah, it made me extremely happy one of the things that um happened there is that when we ordered the food and we went to go sit down. They brought the food to us. Right, right. They did the same and to us too. It wasn't like going to a Caribou Coffee or Starbucks where they would just like call your number up or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're going there to game, you can make your order. You can sit down, start start gaming, and they'll bring your food to they'll you food while to you're you. playing. Yeah. You don't even have to worry about it. It's like all of a sudden there's food there while you're rolling your dice. It's, like, it's, hey. it's actually quite nice. Do you do you guys ever recalling? Giving your name out to them? No. They just I think knew they you. just they look at you yeah. and they're like, "Okay, you ordered this. I will give it to you." And that's yeah. that's yeah. a nice personal touch. But I would like to see that happen if the place is busy because that's a lot I'm harder. I'm guessing they probably take <laughs> names. Take names. I would probably yeah. Or numbers or whatever. Yeah, or, I would guess so because we went when it well, was nice and quiet. Yeah. Right. But even if it was busy, I mean. They would probably be busier with the gaming more so than actual serving the food. Yeah, it'll be. Probably. I mean, it would be nice, you know, when we go there, you know, if we decide to like actually hold a session there in the evening. Who knows? Like, <laughs> you know, if it's a different atmosphere. Because when we were there, yeah, there wasn't, there was like two or three groups that were gaming there. Yeah, it was, that was really it. Was, it. it was pretty. Yeah, it, it was silent. It was yeah. calm. It, it was, was calm. calm. Yeah. Right. And Pam, you found something well, happened. I, I just, it looks like this happened a few days after our visit. It looks like in the middle of the night, uh, two, uh, two people broke into 
lodestone and actually stole some uh, Magic the Gathering cards. Which is actually, you know, it's very sad every time we hear, we hear this. Yeah. And Lodestone, I, I don't think they were around that long, so they're still starting up. Yeah. Yeah, they're and, still pretty new. But, but there is an update as of, as of two days ago, November 7th, they were able to capture and uh, rescue their stolen cards, so... It ended on a That's good. That's a good. Yeah, on a good note. Yeah. I, and I hope, I hope the cards they were able to get back were their most valuable ones. I believe I so. Hope, they I hope. I hope. They seemed happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, getting getting back any merchandise at all is yeah. is gonna is good. especially when you're. I mean, especially when you're just yeah. starting out, and you're you know trying to get you know yeah. getting a name out there. But yeah, we're we're happy. Yeah. That. Yeah, they you know, it's it's them. sad that they got hit, but we're glad that they were able to get back most of what they lost. Let's celebrate the, by buying the some crims were caught. Catching crims and looking them up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I I do have a story sort of <laughs> for this week. Uh, Just say story. story. I have a story. Okay. I have a story. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. So it seems I have a problem with collecting groups of Dungeons and Dragons games. Um, and right now I've got a game in the works. It's going to be a one-shot with people I have met on the interwebs. And tonight I'm going to... Well, whatever time you're listening, I'm going to be telling you the backstory of one of the characters that's in development for another game that I'm going to be running. This character is named Thrag Brightscale. He is a gold dragonborn, a mighty warrior from a nomadic uh, clan of dragonborn. Now, in his clan, they choose their next leadership by divine right. And considering they are followers of Bahamut, they need to prove their worthiness of leadership through combat and questing. Well, in his clan, he has a rival. His rival doesn't have a name yet, but there is a rival. And the cleric that travels with them brought Thrag and his rival before him and said strange tidings are at hand. I can't see them clearly. The, the future is fogged. There is one in the south who has been touched by Bahamut's claw. Go south and find them. With them you will find your quest to meet Bahamut. And duel him to prove your, to prove your worthiness. Thrag, eager to prove himself decided to travel south. His rival, however, was skeptical of the cleric and declared, I will first seek the guidance of another of another priest. I will seek the I will seek them out in the temple to the west and then I will go south. 
But before before the two dragonborn left, the cleric stopped them, said, Be strong and fight well, but remember mercy. Not all is as it seems. So they are traveling their separate ways. One immediately to go look for the one who was touched by Bahamut's claw, and the other to get further guidance to speed his quest. We'll see who ends up finding that uh, that challenge with Bahamut for leadership, but I'm pretty sure it's clear who's going to get there. It's like a classic uh, tortoise and the hare kind of thing. Oh, it's, it's going to be more a matter of uh, pride and listening skills. What? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's going to be fun. The I've given them clues of, of what the world is like when they're starting up, and they sound pretty excited to start playing. So we're, nice. we're still fleshing out backstories for them. So Angela, how many campaigns are you in now? Uh, well, so is, is, is this your like, 50th? <laughs> one of them is sort of on hiatus because yeah. our dungeon master had to move to Washington. Very suddenly. So Very suddenly. So we're, we're sort of trying to figure that whole thing out. Yeah. And then... But still, you guys, I don't think you have any shortages of campaigns, yeah, but... are ya? <laughs> But only the one is... Ah, 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 okay, two, two are kind of Next. active. I still need to get the newbies back together to play again. Well, that and then also you got... One of them we only pay once a month. Yeah. So. And the devil's in the details. That one, he... The game master for that is talking that it might be every other week for the alternates. Which we call ourselves the Marauders. Which, speaking of calling groups by specific names, hey, listeners, you know, friends, family, followers, is there a name that you would like us to call you? If you've got any input on that, uh, hit us up with an email, um, dungeondiners at gmail.com, or let us know on the Facebook feed with uh, Legend Creators Studio, or you can tell us on our individual twitter handles we'll give those to you at the end of the episode but let us know if there's a name you'd like us to call you specifically because you know different shows have their different fan names like you know the super hulak fandom (laughs) 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 or you know critical role has their critters critters. major spoilers and critical hit fans call themselves the tadpool yeah yep and major spoilers and critical hit fans are spoilerites. Yep. So, yeah, if you've got a thing that you'd like us to call you, let us know because, yeah, it'll be fun. Impress your friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, next up, we have our little entertainment to send us off. <laughs> Um, what am I going to do here? Oh, let's just play this. And I'm really professional at this. Hold on a second. All right. Um, I blame the weather.
I probably such, played that last last such, episode, but such a, such a great fighting song. <laughs> Speaking of fighting, <laughs> so, man. <laughs> so I got I, I got today. an interesting would you rather question. This may or may not be geeky, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> would you rather be a pirate with no ship? Or be a ninja with noisy shoes. Be a pirate with no ship, or be a ninja with noisy shoes. Okay, I'm, Edwin, I'm gonna let you answer this one first. <laughs> when we talk about a pirate with no ship, is he just like like a freelancer? Like he's not a captain, like no, with his own a ship, or is he just that like... does not have a ship to sail on? So, a, oh yeah, it ocean, depends on where an ocean-faring pirate. So you're with basically no ship. an unemployed pirate. Yeah, you're just an unemployed pirate. If you're a so do ninja, you want, so with, do you, if you're a ninja with what was that noisy shoes. noisy shoes, you're gonna get killed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're so, gonna get so you're making the argument in the case for the case of the pirate without so, a ship. Yeah, because I'm just gonna go, if I'm without a ship, I'm probably somewhere in the Bahamas, somewhere basking in the sun. So you're not a pirate then. <laughs> you are a vacationer. <laughs> Um, See, you're or or as I said, you're a just pirate unemployed. who swims I'm just to attack the ships. I'm just an unemployed so, pirate. Just happens to be okay, stuck in the so, Bahamas. So you choose the pirate so that you could lounge. Yeah, I'm still a. I mean, I'm still a pirate by trade, but I just happen to be you're in the Bahamas. You're on hiatus. <laughs> yeah, I'm just you know like so eating my. You swim to attack your ships. <laughs> I mean, sooner or later um, you so catch up with you one. go down that same path as Captain Jack Sparrow, you will eventually get your ship. Oh, yeah. But that is after you go mentally insane because of dehydration. Well, <laughs> I'll probably go find a pub somewhere in Jamaica, but, you know. With what ship? No, <laughs> you get there. Stuck, no because if I'm stuck there, right, and I don't have a ship because I'm stuck in in. in on an island or <gasps> North hey, Carolina. Actually, well, there's going to be a pub. You could be the entertainment. There, you're no longer unemployed. There you go. But then he's no longer a pirate either. But then you're no longer a pirate. Well, I'm just going to say I'm a pirate by trade. You're just a cosplayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, not just a cosplayer. He's authentic. authentic. Thank you. I was like, see? Yes. Okay. Can you got, smell? Can you smell? The I got my rapier. <laughs> it's sharp. I personally, I would go with the ninja. Why? You can take off shoes and still be a ninja. Granted, you'd have sore feet and you'd probably step on rocks and you'd have to try to not yelp. But you know, eh, true. That seems like a whole lot of work. Hold hey, on. At, at least I'm you're going still into the. Hey, you could be one of those ninjas that. Um, are starting out, so of course you have those shoes that squeak, kind of like... I'd get really practiced at not squeaking my squeaky shoes. But then you go into a house, and you're just you're just so, like, customary that you just naturally take off your shoes. <laughs> and then you go into your ninja-ing. <laughs> the polite ninja. The... Take off oh, your yes, shoes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, oh, I don't want to get this all dirty. Excuse me. <laughs> What are these extra shoes here for? Uh, must be a 
Must be some spare shoes that just got left lying around. There's no way there could be a ninja inside my house leaving their ninja shoes at my door. But then, can you just imagine if you were caught, like, in the middle of a battle, you've been discovered, which is so not professional for a ninja. You go in, and there's this, you're surrounded, and here you are with your swords and your bare feet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you look so cool right now. <laughs> well, if you think about it, when you go to when you go into a like a dojo of some sort, right? Yeah, they have no foot. They have no. They have no shoes. Yeah, they have no feet. They have their socks. Yeah, I still have my socks, not completely barefoot. <laughs> so I go into battle with my stocking feet. Well, Thank you. <laughs> there's also the other. Like showcasey one where you keep the ninja does keep their shoes on, but they everything is done with their hands. Walk on your hands. Yes. Yeah, so Walk the, on your hands. so it's basically like a level twenty rogue <laughs> sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> then they roll a one. They have to land on their feet, which goes creak. <laughs> No, I'm, 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 I'm sticking with the ninja. But Pam, what do you think? <laughs> I like the ninja, seriously. <laughs> but then again, I always choose the ninja side of things. I have, no, I have no, nothing against pirates. It's just the whole, I like ninjas. <laughs> and, yeah. you do, and, you do, and you do bring up a good thing. I mean, you could always take off your shoes and then put them back on. With a pirate, you can't really do that with a ship. Well, you steal someone else's ship Although eventually. You could steal someone else's ship or just sneak on to another ship. You stow away, cause a mutiny, take over the ship, and then you have there a ship again. <laughs> How many people are actually on a pirate ship, right? What is one more? And does the captain really know each and every person on that ship? Who no. knows? <laughs> it depends on the captain. It's like, who is this guy? Who is this deckhand? Have you seen the this security? Captain, this captain's a great captain. I Have mean, you seen the security pays for benefits. In, in like those pirate ship movies? Low, hardly any security. Anyone can be there. We've got a great dental plan. <laughs> you know the funny thing about that is, what, I was watching a, no, I was I was watching a documentary. Yeah. About pirates back in like in the sixteen hundreds, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And the thing is, they were they actually had good benefits. Did they, they really? They, did, they yeah. had their own system, yeah. They had their yeah. own system. It was much more of a dem- democratic thing right. rather than like like working for like East Indian Trading Company or something like that on a right. on right. a you know, normal trading vessel. You were actually treated a lot better on a pirate ship than you were on one of those trading vessels you actually guess, got paid more and i guess in a way it's their own sovereign their ship is their, it's sovereign, their own sovereign yeah, nation. yeah. Nation. and especially when they were actually commissioned by the crown right yeah. you know with they the don't mark pay taxes yeah like they were actually le- le- it was legal for them to steal from the enemy of the crown with on top of that, right, they actually had this, like, sort of, like, quasi, like, health insurance kind of thing where if your leg got cut off or your hand got cut off, you actually were paid, 
like a severance for that. <laughs> Just think about how you said that for a second. Exactly. Edwin, basically, that's what it was. Because so the thing this is, Edwin, is how the black so market if your, got started? if your hand or leg got severed, you got a severance package? In a sense. I think it was like... I think like, that's where it started. Yeah, I think... I mean, it was like... What <laughs> was so it? Sure like, you got that. like... You got like... Like 80 more like gold or something like that if you like lost like some... One of your limbs. You know? It was like that's that. interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting. I think interesting that was some to... pirate's retirement plan. <laughs> well, in the sense, here mean, you go, my arm. They were talking about this because when they were when they found, when they found Edward Teach's chip, also known as Blackbeard, you know, they were actually talking about this that people preferred to be pirates way back in the, you know, despite the risk of actually, you know, like getting caught and you know and executed by the crown. It was so lucrative to actually be a pirate back in the day because you were treated much better. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of surprising. <laughs> okay, well, I guess Thank that's, you for that yeah. history lesson, Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we've got for you this time around. Thanks for sticking around and listening. Oh, wait a minute. To... Oh. Why didn't we roll a dinner check? Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, those of you who are loyal listeners have probably noticed that we did not have a dinner check. Um, well, the holidays are going to start creeping up and we're actually going to be kind of doing mini episodes for a little while. Mm-hmm. So we'll be having some guests and and we'll be keeping the episodes short. And in order to do that, we're going to have to kind of skip out on the dinner check. But... If we go to our restaurant, we just happen to be there and we're, we're yeah, thinking we'll, about it, you know, we'll definitely... Yeah, we'll make notes to, uh, and, and let you know about it. Yeah. And but, we'll do other food-related yeah, activities. And, yeah, and when we come back from from the holidays, we're actually going to be adding an option because, you know, being foodies, we're looking at all these great recipes and, gosh, if we do recipes and restaurants... We are going to totally put on a lot of weight. So when we come back from from the holidays, we are going to start alternating between rolling a dinner check and rolling a recipe check. We may we may have to talk. We may have to do some recipes that are a little bit healthier than going to crazy Cajun or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, we'll we'll. When we come back from the holidays, we're going to start looking at recipes and trying those out, along with rolling the dinner check every once in a while to to check out new restaurants. Our restaurant list is getting quite long, and we are going to start growing our recipe list while we're doing the short episodes over the holidays. And mm-hmm. feel free to share some recipes that yeah, absolutely. Send them our way. Um, dungeondiners at gmail.com or you know again our twitter handles or our facebook feed of legend creator studio um but yeah anyway thanks for listening to our show we love you guys and we're happy to have you around and- hold on hold on hold on Oop. hold on we have what? to look professional oh my gosh okay, okay here okay. we go we can be professional <sighs> I'm this gonna... whole episode is a gag reel, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, like I was saying, 
Thanks for listening. We're happy to have you around. We're happy that you've stuck around. Uh, my name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And thank you for listening to Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Uh, you can find me at Pleasant Doom on Twitter. I'm also on Twitter, PandaCatDragon1. I'm also on Instagram with the handle uh, PandaCatDragon. And you can find me on Twitter at TCitiesEdwin. Yay, third week in a row you got that! Yeah! Yeah. I gotta start (laughs) posting more. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) thanks again, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye! Take care! Bye!